Welcome to the Geek Centric Podcast and welcome to our Watch Club preview for Marvel's Loki. The timekeepers have built quite the circus and I see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection. Welcome variants, my name is Justin, and today we'll be giving you our first reaction to Marvel's Loki, which hits Disney Plus on June 9th, which is tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the day it was released. In this episode, we're going to give you our spoiler-free review for this new time-traveling crime drama. But first, if you're joining us for the first time, this is Watch Club Preview, our spoiler-free reaction, so you can get just as hyped as we are for this epic new show. Of course, this will lead into weekly reviews for Loki once the episode hits the streaming platform for everyone to enjoy. But for now, we're keeping it straightforward and talking about the non-spoiler details. Before we all get ripped out of our various timelines, let me introduce you to our group of devilishly handsome variants. First up, we have the grandfather clock himself, Nate Shelton. Oh, my grandfather clock. Oh, I don't know why I'm so old, but. And he's always late, but he's still great. That's Kevin Hudson for you. Sorry, I just got here. Oh, my gosh. I think you could flip those, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm usually the late one, and. Kevin's the grandfather. I guess he is the grandfather clock. Come on. Yeah, I Come guess on. So. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Oh, what a, dude, I am. What a weekend. I'm just, right? Wow. I'm over the moon. Yes. Right? Over the moon. So, uh, so as I mentioned at the top of the show, this is strictly to be a conversation about the aspects of the show without any spoilers. This past weekend, us geeks were able to watch the first two episodes of Loki, which I got to say is pretty surreal to say and, and cool at the same time that we got yeah, early access yeah. um so huge thanks to the disney plus canada pr team for letting us be a part of this experience uh and uh we also got to join a global press conference and learn a little bit more of the creative insight uh, that kind of went behind the scenes uh nate unfortunately couldn't attend because he had to work mm -hmm. like a big boy uh, yeah. but uh, <laughs> kev and i work from home so we were able to just kind of step aside and, and do that it was about a half hour so it was pretty cool all in all it was it was it's been a great experience thus far and we definitely look forward to more stuff in the future uh but now guys for this watch club preview because we are going to stay within the spoiler free realm if you will i've got three questions for you uh that's really going to kind of focus on the tone and look characters and performances and of course the hype factor so you guys cool mm. with that Absolutely. Yeah, one one question though: the yes. spoiler-free realm is that in between Midgard and Asgard, yeah, or where does that it land? It kind of sits in between. It's definitely okay. part of of something bigger. <laughs> um, well, let's awesome. let's get right into it, guys, because you know this is intended to be a preview, so it's probably be a shorter episode. So let's get right to it with our first question about tone and look. Now, Loki 
is the third MCU show to be released this year. WandaVision kicked things off in January, and it feels like we just finished The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. But each of these have had their own look and tone. WandaVision adopted various TV styles with a bit of that MCU aesthetic, while The Falcon and Winter Soldier continued the look of the spy thriller style from past Captain Captain America films. However, Loki, in my opinion, feels much different. Uh, it clearly has a retro sci-fi look to it that is kind of like a film noir. Um, but I got to know, guys, how did you guys feel about this this new look within this new world of, of Loki? Uh, Kev, let's start with you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just think in general, everything about this show feels a bit bigger than the, the, the last two shows yeah. that we watched, um, whereas they were sort of, focused on developing their characters' stories. This feels like it's going to have much larger implications to the MCU overall. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just thought they gave it such a unique uh, and individual energy that it was instantly its its own show, but also fit right into the MCU. I don't know. There was so much. So it was so well done right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Like, you know, speaking of it fitting with the MCU, um, it just, it, it feels so fresh, right? It feels so fresh, but it's still implementing the humor that we got in something like Thor Ragnarok, right? Um, and so I really, really enjoy that. I I love it. It's going to be interesting how they how they do incorporate it into there. Um, you know, once we once we sort of get past these first couple of episodes, I hope we get more sort of information on on how it's going to fit into the MCU in general. But um, I'm just I'm so excited just to see that they're you know I'm sure they're still drawing elements from the comics, but this feels really original and different, right? Where the previous ones you know, you could almost predict the entire show uh, by by going by finding a comic that was close enough to it. This I I don't know where to look, and I'm okay with that. I'm I'm, I'm really stoked about that, and and it's what Marvel needs after 23 movies, right? You know, when we were talking about the Eternals trailer, this is having something so different like this mm-hmm. um, that sort of flips the script on on what the MCU is sort of set up right. is so cool. And the fact that we just get it for for six straight weeks is just awesome. I'm so stoked. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think from a look standpoint, I, I'm digging this 70s sci-fi inspired look. It, you see it in the set design. You see it in the yeah. art direction. You even see it in the mustache that Mobius has. Like it, it's it's just <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, and yeah it, for it, sure. You know, I think you described it really, really well. Actually, the both of you did. You know, it feels nostalgic, but also fresh for the MCU. Uh, even the technology that we see featured, it, it, it looks old, but then it it it's incredibly advanced. So like this looks very similar to like maybe some of the 60s, 70s stuff we might have seen in, in WandaVision. But even like the look of the cinematography, it, it carries that nostalgic vibe with with its sort of re- yeah. very reminiscent film noir, hard shadows, you know, and a warm lighting that feels very, again, 70s-esque. Um, what do you guys think of the score? Like, I feel like I was getting some some serious Ragnarok vibes from from the score, like that synth, that you hear that synth yeah. instrument that's kind of playing throughout, and it's also kind of like mischievous and like like very alluring. Like, I thought it was really well well done. Like, sure. this has a very unique score. It's kind of play off of the look and tone. But it's cool. I mean, the, the show is about time, right? It's yeah. all about time, uh, and that's a huge theme in the show, and I love how the music sort of 
plays into some of the unique elements of it, right? Yeah. In the sense of like, yeah, sure, maybe it has some sort of 70s vibes in it uh, with the music. And then there's also some uh, 80s vibes in it as well with the the synth that you were mentioning. But like, you know, we get the, some of those more, um, you know, sort of really beautiful string moments yeah. with very like Norse strings, uh, which I think is really cool. And then also like the clock ticking yeah. throughout a lot of the the songs is just it just fits so well um and and there's listen there's this isn't a spoiler but there's this one scene where loki let's just say has an epiphany of sorts and the strings in that moment are just gorgeous and and we get a more sort of um consistent theme yeah Yeah, and it and it's it keeps coming up right with with certain moments with loki specifically which is something i've always loved from star wars right Mm. like a really good character theme right so i'm i'm you know oh, shout yeah. out to natalie holt yeah. who uh who who did the music for this and mm. and i'm just ah, oh, i love it i love it it's it's the first one of these at least mcu shows where i'm actually like i need to actually download the soundtrack yeah when, it, when it's released yeah because we can't get into spoilers or anything it, it, it is almost easier to compare it to the two shows we've seen yes and with wandavision obviously they were using all those classic sitcom uh, style scores to reflect whatever decade yep. they were uh, paying homage to. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier had that very like traditional Marvel orchestral, MC, yeah. Yeah. you know, MC, like there was that, the familiarity in, in the, in the songs being played there. Whereas this, it just, it's, it's again, wholly unique, wholly original in terms of the score. And it was like a cool sci-fi sort of vibe that you got from it which perfectly reflected the show so it was it was well done for sure yeah i agree i I feel like they took all of what we've been talking about put it in a big ass melting pot and then (laughs) pulled out this this world and it's so crazy because you know you think of the tv tva as probably being something very futuristic but then they seem to be immersed in something that feels very dated but also timeless like it's it's really right, interesting exactly right so because it is so it is so centralized to the theme of time exactly that, you know and, and i think even uh you know at a certain point it's called out um by by owen wilson's character that it's yeah you know what time sort of moves differently yes. uh in the tva and and in a sense it's like you can understand how a lot of these characters that are living in that world don't have a sense of time because right. they are constantly moving uh, between different time zones. And so it's, I love it. I just, it's, it's, it's just, they do such a good job with, with the set design and everything, the, yeah. just every little detail in it. Um, and I'm just really excited to see, you know, how many different places we actually get to go mm. uh, even outside of the TV. I know we're kind of hyping up the TVA, but I'm I'm ex- I'm really stoked oh, for, for, sure. for where else, yeah, wherever for else sh- we get to travel, right? Yeah, for sure, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and speaking of people, why don't we move towards our ne- our, our second question? <laughs> that was a good transition. Yeah. A good transition. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, as many people know from from the trailers that have been released. We don't just have Tom Hiddleston's Loki featured in this show. Uh, we have a variety of newcomers hitting the MCU. Uh, this includes Gugu Mabatha-Ra. We have Wanami Musaku. Plus, we have Owen Wilson playing the TVA agent Mobius. So, guys, I have to ask, because we have such a diverse cast, uh, who are you excited to see develop in this series? And how did you guys feel about Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston's dynamic on screen? Kev, let's start with you. Uh, they, 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 they had instant chemistry yeah. um and i mean especially in that first episode they're 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 together basically uh, like in a room talking for a large chunk of the episode and their dynamic is 
instantly established and we learn so much about their characters and, and we can see how well they're going to interact with each other throughout uh, the, the, the entirety of the series. And I just thought it was, it was fun. It was, um, you know, informative while, while keeping a fun vibe. Uh, it, was, it was just really well done. Great dialogue between the two great interactions. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Nate, how about yourself? Yeah. I mean, uh, there's so much to talk about. I like this series is obviously going to be a rich character study of Loki, right? And and because the show is called Loki, Tom Hiddleston will always and forever be Loki. In my mind, he's like Hugh Jackman t- is to Wolverine, right? Like, yeah, of course. He's yeah. just yeah, I'm so thrilled with his performance in these first two episodes um, because, like, again, he he just nails the growth of this character in such a um, a believable way, and it comes off so authentic. Um, which I really, really, really enjoyed. I just, I'm so stoked that he's uh, that we're we're getting him for for six full episodes to really dive into that character. Well, and obviously, you know, where um, you know the, we last saw the character of Loki was you know way back in 2012, and so the character that we're getting in this show isn't the same one that we would see for four more. MCU movies, right? Right. And so it's almost like Tom has a chance to go back and and reinvent this character and he gets it's almost like he gets to to start again with this character and it makes it feel so fresh and new even though again we have seen him in six movies. It's it's a it's a whole new take on it, which is such an exciting opportunity I think probably for him as an actor, for the creators, the writers, mm-hmm. everyone involved. Yeah, he's he basically time traveled himself. It's uh, it's pretty amazing, right? Like he time travels <laughs> right? his character back. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think uh, Mobius, uh, played by Owen Wilson, is essentially playing Owen Wilson in this show, which <laughs> right. is unreal. Um, and that's yeah. and that's kind of what he's evolved to. He's 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 Owen Wilson in in these movies, and he's he's got a little bit of uh, obviously that that sort of rough cop, uh, you know, sort of style to him, which is great. Yeah, uh, his scenes so far with Loki have been like amazing. They're buddy cop banter is awesome and i think this is going to be the highlight of the series i just hope that he ends up sticking around and won't be a one and done character but honestly knowing marvel he he may not be he might be a a continuous character i think so and and you said he is very much you know bringing a a form of owen wilson here and i was a little skeptical about how that might work in this universe you know you know, I, I, wow, wow, Owen Wilson yeah, yeah. might seem goofy. I was goofy, really hoping he would. But, but, I mean, we, I, I'm just glad it works because it does work. It, yeah, he, he brought the right, right amount. He brings the right amount yeah, of the his. Perfect, his yeah. 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 Well, because, you know, usually when you get, when you bring in comedians like that, you don't know what to expect. But, like, I just, I love when, when we get to see comedic, comedic actors take on more serious roles. And, and this is still a fun Marvel show. So that's why, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. why Owen Wilson being Owen Wilson, wow, really works. Um, and there's a, a few lines that he says that I obviously I won't say, but like where I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's, that's just Owen Wilson. That's, that's just Owen Wilson there, but I'm so okay with it. And I just, I think he fits the character really, really well. And I think it's almost a risk sometimes when you bring in somebody so established into a world like this because it you know it's will it take away from the the sort of mystique and and you know the the feeling that this this universe has to have right yes, where it's yeah. like all of a sudden now you're plunking in somebody as well known as oh right. but he 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 brings so much to the character that 
it's it, now you know two episodes in it's not owen wilson it's it's morbius it's you know and yeah, it, it, mobius, mobius yeah. and it, it just worked and i also really wanted to just quickly shout out uh one mimosaku in the show um just because i mean her character is someone who's not afraid to go toe-to-toe with a god uh and and like she's just she seems to be able to just punch through everything that comes through her path and she's very like sort of closed off and i'm I'm sure it's for very good reasons in terms of like trust issues with with a god of mischief but like i just hope we get to learn more about her character and i hope we get to kind of dive deeper with her because honestly she's such a fantastic actress if if you haven't seen her as um ruby in lovecraft country do yourself a favor, even if you aren't really into the show Lovecraft Country, at least watch her scenes from it because she's incredible and she's got a lot of depth. And so I just I hope that she kind of gets uh, a little bit more in the series than what we've seen so far. Yeah, I, I was going to say her her character, yeah. I feel like I love that the strength of the TVA is kind of represented in her. Um, yes, I think I think I see her and Loki kind of having a very brother sister bickering relationship that is going to be shaped by this adventure and they're they're going to come to you know they're on polar opposites but they'll come together um also i just think it's great that this uh, a role like this is being represented by uh you know a woman of color uh you know it's something that i think you you could write as a very genderless role and it's very interchangeable to men and men and women but uh you know to have a woman represented in this is great the last the last person i wanted to call out was was gugu mabatha ra um i think she she has such a seriousness to what she does it almost borderline feels like she's committed to it as like almost like a religious yes. belief and i feel like i kind of got like i got like hall monitor vibe sure yeah like the, her, yeah you know? yeah the, the, the sort of like there's <laughs> yeah. too much power but I'm, it, i'll be yeah. interesting to see if that serves to almost be like her demise in the sense that it kind of breaks her spirit like you mm. know like she believes so much and and so it's just interesting to see how they've in this first episode they, they really established a, a couple of these like sort of these these very distinct character traits for both of them. Uh, I mean, you mentioned, uh, you know, just uh, uh, to see a, a woman of color in a, in a role like this. And I just think that there's a great diversity to the whole cast. Yes. Yeah. And, it, you know, think back to the early days of the MCU and you basically had Sam Jackson and a whole bunch of white people, <laughs> yeah. you know, and yeah. now you get with movies, you know, you know, really started with Black Panther, but then even the movies we're going to get this year between, uh, you know, Shang-Chi and the Eternals, like there's such a great diversity coming, coming in into yeah. the MCU that I think so many people are going to be able to see themselves represented in a genre that typically wouldn't have done that. And so it's 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 a very exciting time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, guys, we're nearing the end here of our watch club preview. So with that, um, my last question is inspired by a short-lived review segment we had on the YouTube channel not too long ago. And in many ways, this is the intent of the Watch Club previews and future spoiler-free movie reviews as we answer the one question that you really, really want to know, and that is, does it live up to So good. Well, let's start with Kev. Does it live up to the hype for you? We, we've been waiting quite a while for this. We've seen countless pieces of marketing material. Uh, does it live up to the hype? Marvel is just amazing. You know, yeah. they could take something I have no interest in and make me care about something, you know, a property I've maybe never heard of or anything like that. Or they can take something where my expectations are like sky high, 
can't possibly be met and then somehow even over deliver on that. Like this, this show was everything I wanted it to be and things I didn't know I wanted it to be at the same time. Um, it, it's been worth the wait. Uh, I think MCU fans are going to love this. Fans of Loki are just going to instantly fall back in love with the character. Uh, so in every single regard, I think this, this is the best show they've done to date. Um, mm. And I'm so excited to see where this journey is going to take us. And, and not even just for this show, but for Phase 4. Like th- I think this is our real first sign of where phase four is going to go and so again i'm not just excited to see the the the, all six episodes of this show but to see the implications that we get from this going forward awesome 100 yeah cool yeah i'm i'm so stoked to see how it does fit into the overarching storyline of the mcu as we've been saying and as far as does it live up to the hype, Justin? Yes, a thousand percent it lives up to the hype, okay? A thousand and one percent. It's almost like Kevin Feige was sitting in a bar with some like reporters or whatever, and they asked him, uh, so, you know, Kevin, after 23 movies in so far, could you, uh, you know, how could you possibly keep the MCU going? And he's just like, hold my beer, right? And I'm just, I, I, he's, I'm just so elated with how well the MCU has been translated to television and episodic content. Um, this show is just more proof of the quality you can expect from Marvel. And, uh, you know, Kevin, to your point earlier of the, the whole thing feeling a little elevated, I think the performances are on another level, which is crazy because I, I, the performances so far have just been so standout uh, in our previous two watch clubs uh, for, for WandaVision and, and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I, I just love that we get to explore more of this character. We get deeper into who he is. Uh, and I wholeheartedly, like you said, Kevin, I recommend this show to anyone who is even remotely interested in in Loki. Um, this is an absolute must-watch. If you haven't seen the other 23 movies in the MCU so far, I'm very jealous of you that you get to experience all of them for the first time. Uh, but this, this is an absolute must-watch show. So go watch all those movies and then absolutely watch this. I'm so hyped. Uh, and I, I think the show, at least in these first two episodes so far, lives up to what came before. I... Oh, I'm so it's, it's awesome. I love it. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, this this 100% or 1,001%, as Nate said, <laughs> lives up to the hype. This was this was my one of my mo- most anticipated things, if you will, for for 2021. Um, and yeah. And as I mentioned in our, our reaction tweet on uh, Geek Centric YT. So follow us over there. Uh, this is a total <laughs> trip with a whole new vibe. And Marvel, yes, has done it again with creating a very unique time-traveling crime drama around what is, you know, the most iconic villain in the MCU. And they've effectively created a new story for him uh, and opened a whole new chapter uh, for the MCU, again, as Kevin was implying, leading to more implications of what will happen in Phase 4. Yeah. As I'd mentioned, the tone feels very familiar and nostalgic with its 70-inspired sci-fi look. Everything about this series feels timeless rather than just simply old. New characters are introduced with clear traits and that set them apart from one another. But that comedic buddy cop relationship of Loki and Mobius is going to be a huge anchor point to this series and is going to keep the audience engaged as the mysteries unfold. This feels like an MCU as it blends various elements to create something new, and as Nate said, something fresh and incredibly exciting. I think it won't be long before more fans like us are 
proclaiming that this is the best MCU series. So yes, this lives up to the hype, 100%. Check it out when it drops, June 9th, tomorrow on Disney+. Plus. Uh, you'll have to wait a week for episode two, but... Uh, we, we we already checked that out. So <laughs> he so. says he says with a slight flex. <laughs> yeah, I know. just a little flex. No big <laughs> deal. I mean, come on. But I think we're allowed. I think we're allowed to do that at least once uh, in our careers, yeah, and sure. then never again. Sure, absolutely. So, <laughs> but um, that's it, guys. That is our Watch Club preview. We hope you enjoyed hearing our early reaction to Disney Plus latest MCU project Loki. If you did, feel free to give us a review. Make sure it's five stars because your burden with glorious purpose. <laughs> but of course, we're not done talking about this series. Far from it, in fact. Starting this week, we'll be launching our new Watch Club series for Loki, and we will be dropping episodes each week, uh, basically recapping full of spoilers, full of spoilers. So if you want to hear all the spoilers from episode one, be sure to subscribe and check out the episode, which will be dropping this week. And... If you're a fan of the Watch Club series and Star Wars, who knows? We do have an ongoing Watch Club for The Bad Batch currently running. So be sure to check that out. I believe episode six is live now. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining me for this Watch Club preview. Kev, Nate, as we say. Love ya. Stay home safe, guys. Peace. Peace.